Bonjour. Hello, everyone. I'm Nata, host of the Nata PR School podcast. You're a successful entrepreneur or marketing manager, and you're about to launch a new product or service, or you've been selling your goods for quite some time, but you want to learn how to increase your visibility, get known, and reach more clients? At NataPR, we deal with real clients every day and we'll teach you simple, fun, and honest PR solutions. You'll learn easy steps to combine PR to social media right now. Keep listening and let's get started. Bonjour, hello, and welcome to this 90th episode of the NataPR School podcast. For our 90th episode, I'm delighted to welcome again Andy Tehan, an immensely talented stylist and fashion designer. And if it's the first podcast you listen to and you hear Andy for the first time, know that you can go and listen to episode 70 and 80. Episode 70, David and I, uh, we talk about Lulu Lemon and why they are so, so successful. And you can find also Andy uh, in episode 80, where we talk about this Netflix documentary that's also fascinating called The Wonder Boy, which presents... Um, the creative director of Balmain, Olivier Roustin in French. Olivier Roustin, I guess, in Roustin. English. Roustin. Roustin, Roustin in English. So, Roustin en français. <laughs> And today we decided to talk about Gucci because there's an amazing movie and fun movie, The House of Gucci. I think you can still watch it if you go on the Apple platform. It's still available. And uh, so just let me talk to you a little bit about the movie if you haven't seen it yet. So The House of Gucci is a 2021 kind of an American a biographical crime drama. Um, it's a film by uh, Ridley Scott based on a book and the book was written and published in 2001 and the title of the book is The House of Gucci, a sensational story of murder, madness, glamour and greed by Sarah Gay Forden. So I'll put all these notes um, in the, uh, the episode note above, above the, uh, the recording as always. So if you want to know. And I, if you have watched the film, or maybe you've seen, well, it was, was all over the place, so you must have seen that it's the story of Patrizia Reggiani, and Patrizia Reggiani is incarnated by Lady Gaga. I think she's amazing in this role. And Maurizio Gucci, her, her, the son of the, the, the first generation of Gucci, not the first generation, but a, a son of Gucci that she married. It's a, it's a story of their romances. And it's, it's Adam Drive, who's Maurizio Gucci in the, in the, in the film. And also it's a story of their romance, but it doesn't end well. <laughs> right? Because it's a big fight at the end of who's going to be controlling the Italian fashion brand. And so, hello, Andy. Thank you for accepting my invitation to talk hey, about the film really Gucci and, of course, the brand. It was my pleasure coming back. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> so what did you think about the movie? Wow, I think it is Italian story with a Greek tra tragedy. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say true. it that way. Um, yeah, it's quite it's really inter inter interesting, right? It's, it's like every big house, uh, every big name, <laughs> big brand, oh, here we have. It's always have a little bit of drama about it. I, I, I think it's very entertaining uh, story so for too. sure. For, for sure. Uh, you know, I know a little bit of, of, about the story, but never into that kind of detail and, and things like that. I find it's a little more like, you know, like romancing. Like, you know, I, I know that every fact is not 
accurate, but I think that you know they they romance it a little bit to readapt it to to, to, to the movies. I, I but think it's, it's, it's fine. crazy when you think about it. Like she really tried to kill him. She was like convicted and she went to prison for yeah, that. So yeah, that's not why I think it's a, more like about... It's a real thing. <laughs> it's about, uh, uh, yeah, passionate uh, love and offsets and things like that. It's more, but uh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Of course, I think that you know, they all have the Hollywood big name and on that from Al Pacino to uh, know, Lady Gaga. Jack Salma Hayek. Yeah. Uh, oh so, God, you know, they, now it's, I think, the big international cast, right? So everybody, so everybody would his name isn't there so I think it's, it's, it's actually it's interesting I, I was amused I think and I was uh, pleased to watch it but um, for sure it's a Friday night mo mo movies for me <laughs> yeah so you, you you will like it it's a I think it's oh, it a, is yeah. it is no, it's, you know it's, it's very interesting movie. you know it's, it's entertaining for sure entertaining there you go <laughs> it is so what do you think about the evolution I, We're not going to talk too much about the movie because we want to talk about the brand. And our favorite part, uh, Andy and I, is really when Tom Ford arrives at Gucci. And this is kind of the end of the movie. So there's not a lot about this, but this is really when the brand started to really like turn around. And this is very important in the history of Gucci. And uh, so I wanted to hear you about uh, you know the arrival at, of Tom Ford's at, at the... Um, Uh, as the artistic director of uh, Gucci, so why do you, why do you think they chose him? And uh, I think wow, well, you know what? Like like in the movies, if you but but you 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 know the story, right? I think that's a, like uh, in like like in the movie, all the big name in 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 the fashion industry at that time is already have their own house and everything like that. So yeah, it was the 90s, right? Yeah, like in the, the movie, end the so. end of 90s, I think that 96, 97, yeah. I remember. So it's I like think you arrived at 94, 95. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's happened around that around that that area, right? Tom Ford was like an assistant designer. And I think and I think he's also the um Gucci is was in the red for a hundred and twenty million dollar euro. So I think this is like it's like you know like they so, so and it was backing by investment group. Like if you see the movies, you know you you, you see who they are and and every, everything can make a research on that one. So I think that you know what to pull that out. I think that they the 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 they board, had nothing to lose. Yeah, they I, had nothing exactly. to lose. Exactly, right? they just let they give. You know, the free hand to both of them is like uh, Domingo de Soleil and Tom Ford to to do whatever it takes to pull that out. And I think that Tom Ford have he, he I think he's, he's my idol in a way. <laughs> I think that he he had captured what is the customer one at, at that way at that time and and that that how he just pulling out you know after in the, in the 90s you everything is gold every brand everything go into the grunge era you know after like the those, grunge era that was dark and dark, you know really, and, and, yeah. and everything so i think that he's just injecting a new vibe to <clears throat> to to the fashion world and to to everybody who doesn't embrace that grunge look right so not everybody Would love yeah, to go there. and at so, the time it was very daring to see where he went, huh? because the brand became like super sexy. Yeah, but it's, it's very bar. slick, right? Yeah, it's sexy, yeah. but it's, it's not vulgar in, in, in a way. It's it, you know, it's, it's like for, well, at that time maybe it's vulgar, but but it's not. It's, it's <laughs> Today, not, like, poof. but you know, he tapped into that free revolu revolution, like you know, 70s. I think he is always in, into that vibe. So I think that that what he and I think that he's. The one that the first 
designer or creator, director, creator who sit in the board, who control everything from product, image to the store. I remember that to to, to see that he he know how to you know the image of the store have to reflect like he he oversee everything. So this is really rare. Really rare for a creator. The first like, yeah, time the in the history brand, of these right? huge fashion uh, houses to let someone like him, because normally was the creator was creating and the marketing was doing their their work, and it's probably the first time in history where all of this was all linked together. Today we talk about we we mentioned that like the 360. exactly, um, and that that know, starts have everything that, linked that, that, together. That area, right? He has a story to tell from the beginning to the end, right? And I think that and then the collaboration is where time between the CEO is the Domingue Dussolé and Tom Ford is very tight. So they work in conjunction and they work together. We have one vision and they work well to, to, together. And history repeat the same thing after the yeah. 2015. But it was, it was, remember, it was criticized quite a bit, Tom Ford. Yeah, and because People were again, like, oh my God, he's not a real creator. Exactly. He's more a marketing guy. I, yeah, for, for sure. He was like, for, for sure. But I think that... He, But I think the at the end of the day, like like we said in with with Rousseau, right. or you have Rousteen, the money right? Talks yeah, at the end. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like at the end, the customer has the last word, right? So have the have the last word, right? So I think that what he make please the the customer, and he answered the need of what what is the time being, and he leading. You know, he's showing the the way of like maybe you don't know it, but here what I think that it is, and I think that he, you know. Fashion world, we always love something new and something beautiful and something. So I think that he has that control, and he has a he has a good business sense too. Because I remember listening to one of his uh, conference, he is speaking uh, in LA, uh, and he said that when he's he starting off, he saw all this dead good that like like from from Gucci that, that he he said like pie and pie up leather in any color that's sitting in a house and that is like that money sitting there so that's why he decided to bring it back like pull it all out and re-inject into the collection remake the bring it back the loafer using it so to clear out those goods so you see he's not only just a creator sit in his Ivory Tower, and just you know, I create, sense. and but but he has a, a business sense, and you know what people people from in the street want, right? So I so I think one, as I always said, I think fashion is always a reflection of the society that we live in. So at that time, it's reflecting what people want, and I think the history repeating itself with uh, the the yeah. Alexander Michele and um, Maurizio Barizzi. But before we talk about that, you mentioned something in the French uh, episode that I want to point out because it's really interesting because when Tom Ford was doing the, the Gucci re revolution, it's interesting, like like the other brands, they weren't doing that. Exactly. You mentioned that all. Dior was you know, not exactly, doing that Exactly, because all, he, right? he's the only one who had the control. That's why some the other brand like criticize Tom Ford is, oh, he's not that don't understand the success of Gucci, the rise of Gucci at that time. So they keep like criticizing it. But he, until he was present, I remember, he was present in every shooting of the campaign. He, he, he oversee 
every product he ever see, even the construction of the store, uh, everything. Like so, he see, see a lot. They have a guideline yeah, to follow. He was involved in all aspects, but you know, you had Galliano who yeah. was doing like crazy fashion shows for Dior. Exactly. He was not involved, and you, what you would see in the ads was not Ex- what you would exactly. see. Exactly, and the ad the runway, and the right? product is re- yes, you know. So because that 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 what it is that you have to have a cohesion, the cohesion uh, with an all platform, right? That so so that what I think that's the most important thing. And people start to understand the success today. So I think that that forward to maybe uh, 10 years later, 2015, with um, Bikele and Maurizio Basari, it's exactly the the same thing. He, like the CEO, is Mario, come from retail. So he he was taking care of the the Gucci retail at that time, if I believe. Or or something, he come from Bottega or, or something like that. But... I think that he again he 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 asked Alexandro to sit in every uh, you know board meeting and um, he had to say in the marketing team he had to say in how to market the uh, the, the the product what story to tell but you know this is that how the brand work right because it's not only one person sometimes you put a lot of on the shoulder but everything have to work all out all together and what I like because at the end of the day at the day you want to sell exactly. what you're producing yeah. so you, you can create something but if it, if it doesn't sell even if the media praise the creations if it doesn't sell obviously the business is not going to survive so this is a very interesting and a very uh, unique mix. So it took it took another what after Tom Ford's left, uh, there was Frida Giannini. She was there for many years, exactly. but these years they they didn't have the growth they're having right now with uh, Alessandro Michele. So it's a, it's a rare combination, I guess, to find someone that creative that can also understand as a sense of business, even if he's not, he's not the one making all the business decisions, he's, he's also, is consultated, he's, he's part of he's all supporting, these uh, meetings. Both of them understand that I walk, you know, walking like with it in the same direction. And I remember when I have an article on Marizio and people asking um, uh, the success of it. And because he said that in the beginning, when he choosing Alexandro Homakili, he come from Gucci, he understand the house, how's it work and everything, but he's an accessory designer. Gucci is always about accessory, right? So then to 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 raise him up, so he said that you know you only have one shot to prove yourself. So go ahead all the way. They may like the it way. or they may <laughs> hate it. You know, you, you I remember it was a huge turnaround when uh, we were like very far away from the sexy, slick uh, Exactly, but style. I remember he said, don't go halfway. If you believe in it, just go straight away and I will support you. You know, so and that's what it is. And again, he, what brilliant about Alexandro is he talked to his generation Again, you can make the parallel with uh, Olivier uh, Rostin, oui, right? So again, he very present in Instagram. He's one of the most, <laughs> you know, he's one of the most uh, follower designer, designer uh, uh, in the world, right, right, right now, right. So, but you know what? Millions of fans on Instagram, right? Exactly. Yeah. He talked to the millennial, the people of each age. He tell the story. You know, he never public himself that much. 
but you know he tell the story you know what I'm so think like so I so I, I but I think that is very real, like really brilliant about the the, the, the strategy of, of that of that brand yeah. right and it's really far from what it was under Tom Ford this is what's interesting too because it's really to me androgenies really put forward a mix of colors the first time I remember when we started in 2015 I'm like oh my god what's where yeah are they and he going? was criticized by, so by the intelligentsia <laughs> of the fashion world that's like oh, for don't sure. understand, you know, uh, wearing a bleach. I remember wearing a bleach skirt with a sweater and running shoes. You know, same thing. The th- you know, things like that. So it's now become a stable of a huge generation, right? So I think that yeah, but he know how to talk to. He know what is the, like he very close to what the market, and he was to know he understand what it mean and what what to propose, right? Uh, and I think that he and the strategy also, and he know he has a very very good. A merchandising team who's supporting him know how to take the idea from the, the runway and remarket it in, 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 into the market, right? So I think that a lot of houses like you know have that great idea but never translate to the big commercial success because I don't want to name names right now, but it's a lot of things that I saw brilliant idea from the runway and everything but where, but lack of and I said that why this doesn't become a commercial success because when you look at it you see the potential but so that is the so that way so that why Maurizio uh, Bazzari successful to do is he has to change the whole culture of, of how how he's working and that what he stays in in his in his artist his uh, interview that he said that you have you know it's very it's good to have a strategy but if the company culture doesn't change, you don't go anywhere with it. So that's what he said that you have to to change the culture of the family, the, the company, if you want to make a new strategy work. And you know you have to give people a chance. And he said, yeah, I, I, you have to learn from your mistake. And I think that I don't mind yeah. the mis- That's mistake. That's interesting. You mentioned that too. Like you know, they know they're going to make yeah, mistakes. They they're going to lose money along the way. But if they don't, they won't attain the new success. Exactly. That they and want. he said that you don't have. You don't have the success if you don't make mistake. And he said that yeah, you can make mistake one, uh, one, but Once, don't repeat it again. That's what he said. That's what he said. But that would let the experience come in, right? So, so I think that the, you know he's a very brilliant CEO that he know how to manage and how to let people grow. And I think he also what I like about this team. It seemed like those people is very humble people, you know, and they. Uh, until then, he still going to Harvard and become a student at, at Harvard for seven days straight to you know to go and sit there and listen to the new idea of, of you know. So I think that is is not a lot of big brand CEO like that what this is going to do right. So I think that how that how he keep himself connected with the market and everything. And I think yeah, that it was a great that, idea. Yeah, they say that. Try to listen to what the consumer wants. It's not always easy to do. And, and yeah. this is one thing. Yeah, I remember take a some client humidity, of, of mine, right? so, 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 so some, uh, client of mine, every time they're entering a new market, they would go, because they, sometimes they're not really, let's say it's a new market, so they don't, they're not known, and it's a pharmacy brand. And they were making, I don't know, they were doing like hundreds of uh, meetings in, the, in pharmacies. They were and asking and... 
why consumer they were like I have these display and people could try their products and they would listen and then they would make like really deep changes. It's it takes a lot of humility to do that because sometimes you know if you created a beauty line and it's been very successful in many countries and you start o- you start over when you go in a new market and if you're ready to listen, yeah, that's that's interesting. But what we, what I really liked is when you were talking about uh, Alessandro Michele is very similar to uh, Olivier uh, Rustin in the sense that he's involved in all the spheres, not just creating like Olivier's also and Tom Ford. So probably the, it's a the, it's a Tom Ford recipe maybe, yeah. He's a master. <laughs> maybe he was the first to do that because obviously traditionally all these big luxury houses had the creator and they were well they were also talking to an elite. Uh, and let's say at the beginning of the 20th century, they were still talking to very uh, selective people. Now all these brands are talking to a larger and larger audience. So how do you keep growing? Because it's all about growth for sure. So how, how do you keep growing without losing uh, who you are? And how can you reinvent yourself? So I, I think Gucci really did that. They were able to reinvent But themselves see, quite well. One of the market, you know, up, up until now, I think this uh, Gucci, Balenciaga, those two is leading in like in, in the growth that like they, they call the unstoppable brand like like because they have grown but not small growth like 20% every year is like in you know 20% of every year until 2018 and 2019 and people in like the analysts in, in the market said my god We think they're going to die, <laughs> but it's, it, it seems like it's not dying uh, at all. But I, but but I think at 2020, um, to to t- 2020, uh, Michele tried, uh, Alexandro tried to change the direction a little bit of that, like not changing but evolve the, the, the direction of the of, um, of Gucci brand and. COVID happened in <laughs> 2020. So we don't know exactly how that's going to turn out, right? But I think during COVID, like, they, they try to maintain what they did before. So uh, we all, we are, we all under, understand that. But I think the next step that they're going to tap in, uh, that is the beauty market. Uh, because that is that, the uh, only, because they've been successful in every season, right? It's really rare for Uh, a, a luxury brand that can sell also uh, r- r- ready to wear, right? Because, you know, the way that he, uh, Alexandro, because present the, the collection is one thing on the runway. It's very eclectic, you know, very, very um, he, he speaks to his, his generation, uh, you know, it's yeah, yeah, mismatch and everything. I have a hard, hard time understanding. Yeah, it, and it's very <laughs> item driven, yeah. right? And when you yeah. walk into the store, when you look at it, yes, yeah, some of them is a showpiece, but some of them is very wearable, right? And the most, so he, they've been dominated You know, in in, that, in in those fields from accessory and and uh, the, the apparel, right? And but I think the only market that they didn't attack is the beauty market. Like, yeah, they have a little bit uh, jewelry, and I believe jewelry and uh, and beauty is that that the, the next uh, the, the next market that they need to get in because yeah, they Hermes, have a little bit. Hermes has entered the beauty market quite well. I'm sorry. Hermès. Oh yeah, yeah. Hermès. The brand Hermès just did that, but not so long ago, a few years ago. Yeah. So I think that what they that so that what I think that, that I believe 
This is I'm guessing, <laughs> but I believe Why? that that is going to be that's there. Yeah, because they they that they're going to be right because uh, beauty. Because when you see the success of um, the Kardashian family, what is her oh, name? Yeah. Uh, you wow. know the. Not Jenny, but uh, I think the younger one. Oh, not the other one. Yeah, the, the, Jim, younger one the younger one who had become one. a billionaire at under uh, uh, yeah Overnight. at eighteen, <laughs> and that is a, you know is the beauty market is something that you know. Then, is it Kelly? Uh, I, I forgot the name. I, I don't follow them no, that much, so I, I no, don't. Me, I have me to neither. It's not my generation, so. but I know them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't point out their name, but uh, I know that that's a, yeah, we do all talking about yeah, that successful about the beauty brand, right? And, and and things like that. So I think that that I would I would think that is the next next step that you're going to tap onto it. And, uh, Very interesting. Wow. Well, thank you so much. It was so interesting uh, talking about these crazy monsters. Exactly. They're, like, they're huge companies now. They belong to a group too, uh, called Keurig Gucci. And they are really listening to what's happening because a few months ago, maybe six months ago, they also, the group announced officially that Gucci will no longer use uh, natural fur, uh, anything animal. So they really, uh, they really listen to the young generation who are mo more and more vegan. I think that I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you, you, you mentioned it because Gucci is one of the, I think it's the one that publicly, you know, like step in and branch out and have, and support, like, you know, like support a different causes. Like they they support the, 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 um, the bands of, arm, like the gun in US, they donated money and they publicly, you know, support the, the anti-gun in the US, you know, they open to the diversity you, 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 you can see. And, you know, and, and I think they engage a lot in the social cause. And I think that today, that's what the brand is, is, is all about, right? People just don't, they associate to a product, they buy the product because what is the message and what is the brand, the image of the brand project, right? So yeah. I, I think... You have to have a soul now if you're a brand and you're talking to people, especially since social media is going to be, it's not going to disappear, it's just growing and becoming stronger. Now it's TikTok and we'll have another, and I'm sure in five years there will be another uh, social media appear. There's always something new appearing. So, and people are more and more in contact and can exchange quickly. So you, this is what's interesting too. As you said, brands are in touch with their consumers, uh, creative director have their own uh, Instagram account with tens of millions of fans. So it's really another era. Um, and but yeah, you, and you need to listen to what's happening out there. Wow. Very interesting. Well, thank you so much. It's my Andy, pleasure. It's always a pleasure. It's always I'll reinvite you. We'll see what's uh, going to be in the... Uh, there's so many other brands we can talk about. I'm sure we'll, <laughs> we'll yeah. invite you again for another podcast. Perfect. Thank you Thank so you. Much. Thank you very much for inviting Thank me. Thank you, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode again. So you can go to, there's two other 70 and 80 you can listen to. And I call these little like episode, a little break in your time to listen to some PR and marketing uh, moments that <laughs> inspires you. I know it does. I'm also, uh, I listen to so many podcasts myself. And I hope you'll be joining me next week. À la semaine prochaine. Hey, you want to learn more about how to implement PR strategies? Head on to nadapr.com and get on our list. You will also receive the Nada PR model on how to create a successful PR campaign. If you want to become a client, just send us an email to nada at nadapr.com. Talk to you next week. À la semaine prochaine.